Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Hour. I am Tress Collins acting as your hostess this morning as Kevin <laughs> Miller is not with us. He's what, playing golf? Or Nate is playing golf. Nate is playing golf. Yes, in some AJGA qualifying tournament or something for junior amateur or something like that right right nate always does well in these things i am here with mr inappropriate uncle bubba also known <laughs> as gary alexander and our very very special guest mr william cobb good morning good, good morning good it's morning been, been a long time since you've been with us it has it has i was excited to be back <laughs> how have you been uh pretty good it's been uh, a pretty busy pretty busy Pretty busy season, <laughs> and um, it's been a lot of uh, go, 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 go to get everybody into homes. Mm, uh. That's the thing. Lots of people moving? It is. A lot of people coming in from out of state, a lot of people in the cities moving out to the country, and vice versa. Um, it's it's a it's an interesting time right now. Yeah. yeah. Actually, driving in this morning, I saw two U-Haul trailers. <laughs> I was like, ah. So people are either buying really big stuff, or they're moving, but I, I get well, I mean, we're going to talk a lot about purchase today, and that's why we have William here. So if your questions about purchase and, and dealing with realtors and things like that and trying to get your offer accepted, he's probably going to have some good information for you. So if you line up your questions, you that say would be great. You say probably, like he might not have good information, but no. he probably will. He'll probably <laughs> have some good information for you. <laughs> yes, but get your questions into us this morning. 972-387-4600 is our text line. Send in your text. I will read the question, and Mr. Alexander and Mr. Cobb will probably have an answer for you. And, and we can talk a little bit right now about, as a preamble, is about rates and what they have. I mean, if you were listening to the show last week, Kevin was going on about how the rates were back down to the all-time good records but then of course what happens uh tuesday the when the fed speaks whenever the sped the sped <laughs> whenever the fed talks it affects the markets indeed and just the just the hint of inflation which would make interest rates rise you know caused a uh a, a real quick jump uh in the in the pricing on the loans it kind of and it kind of came back down toward the end of the week it's like they there was a knee-jerk reaction mm -hmm. uh and and like i said i talked to a few people and that i quoted rates from last weekend and on monday 
and on Tuesday they were calling back, said, yeah, let's go ahead and lock that rate. And I said, well, this is what happened. And I said, but here's one thing that happens at TexasLending.com. I knew that the rates would come back down a little bit. So, you know, I told him, I said, well, let me wait a day or two and see. This, this is, I think this is a knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but if you do lock your loan and the rates go down, we float you down to that lower rate at no charge to you. Now, we don't float you up <laughs> if the rates go up, yep. you know, as long as you make it in that locking period that we lock, uh, your rate won't go up. But uh, that's just a little bit of information that uh, I don't really think that we talk about. Kevin, uh, we, I don't remember talking much about that, but that's something that we do do here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so rates were, were probably just up an eighth at, at the end of the week. They went up to like a quarter of a point. Uh, 0.250 in in just immediately, and then tapered back down to about oh, only about a 1.125 rate hit, which you know is even on your big loans is maybe 50 or 60 dollars a month. But so it's still great time, Absolutely. great time to refinance. And like I always say, like I, that first house I bought in 1982, 19% interest. Wow. <laughs> and I was yes. glad to get it. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Well, it was only a $65,000 house, too. But that house is probably worth 500000 now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which <laughs> is even crazier. <laughs> wow. Well, be sure to text in your question. 972-387-4600 is there our text line. Maybe you have a question about, is it a good time for you to buy? Maybe you have a question about how much home you can afford. You can text us your yearly income, you know, your approximate credit score, and how much house you're looking to buy. And um, what else am I missing? Is that? I think that that's really it. We can we can help out with just about any needs that you have uh, for, for mortgages. Yeah, when it's a refinance, I mean, I, even when I talk to people on the phone, a lot of people, a lot of people will call in and every other place is wants to get all your information and you know get a credit card for your appraisal and high pressure if you talk to sick and loans they're gonna <laughs> they are going to jump your six and mm-hmm. say hey you know you got to do this today you know here's i got to have your five hundred dollars we got to lock you down uh you know this is a great deal don't let anybody else pull your credit you know i'll Kind of high pressure, huh? Yeah, it is high pressure. I'm not a high pressure guy, and I think it's worked for me for 20 years. I mean, uh, so it's uh, it's basically I say, hey, let's let's get the cliff notes. You know, most of the people who I talk to now have excellent credit, or they have lots of equity, and so uh, y- their credit scores are really very good. And mm-hmm. so I I don't need to pull credit if they just tell me they give me what what the value is. Mm-hmm. How what loan amount they're looking for? Do they escrow? Simple questions. If if so, how much? And then I prepare them an estimate, and that estimate I go I send with email, and then I send my online application, mm-hmm. and then bam, and you know it, the loan sells itself. You know I mark you know I mark on there highlight you know the rate, I ha- the closing cost, you know the escrow amount of money that you get back, uh, your survey credit. But we always show a survey charge. We always show an appraisal charge, and they and that that doesn't come off till the closer takes it off. Like if we have appraisal waiver, 
I don't know. Have you seen a lot of appraisal waivers on purchases? Um, if they've got enough of a down payment, it, uh -huh. it does come in and the credit scores are there every yeah. once in a while. And it's a, a very nice thing. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know what? I've had appraisal waivers on, on homes uh, for people, and they want an appraisal anyway. Ah. Interesting. Just because they want to know what the value is of that property. And so they don't mind forking out the $500 or whatever for an appraisal just to make sure it's, it is worth what it's worth. But mm -hmm. I've had several appraisal waiver people have said, oh, no, I think I want one. Hmm. That is kinda interesting. Yeah. So, well, you know, kind of like termite inspections, they're required on VA loans. But still other people, they'll be willing to fork out the money to know if a house has termites or not. Yep. It's not a bad deal. Yeah. No, definitely not. Not at all. So there's all, all kinds of things out there in mortgage talk that we can talk about. Uh, if you just want to get your text in or your question in yeah, for the next 50 or minutes. <laughs> or you know what? If you want to skip the text message and just talk to someone directly, mm -hmm. you can also call 972-387-4600 and speak to a live loan officer. They are here today, live. including Mr. William Cobb. Live. <laughs> Absolutely. He's <laughs> at his others. desk today. <laughs> yeah. He'll contact you after the show if you want to ask for him when you call the front desk and leave a message for him. He will certainly return your call. And if you want to talk about refinance, you can call me. Oh, uh, yeah, there's that. Gary Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> ask for my, ask for my uh, in extension or whatever. I'll be home. I work from home, so I'll be home promptly after the radio show. I live within 10 minutes of here, so. Nice. Nice. If All I right. Could, I might try to find a bagel somewhere. I, know, <laughs> I noticed Benny's is closed now. Are they? Yeah. Like for good or I just? I don't know. They've been closed all week. Oh. For no no Benny's Bagels, my favorite. Our listeners who don't know, there's a Benny's Bagels <laughs> right across the street from <laughs> Texas Lending. And there's uh, a real nice lady that works there that I just adore. She's just the littlest, nicest lady. Oh, well. I'm, always wor I'm worried that she doesn't have a job, you know. So Maybe it's just a temporary thing. I hope so. I have yep. to go see if there's a sign on the door. Well, one thing's for sure. We are here to answer your mortgage questions. Whether you're wanting to refinance, maybe you don't think you have great credit. Maybe you're not sure. You can text us and find out. Because one thing I've learned in co-hosting this radio show for the last five years, five plus years or so, is that oftentimes what people think is awful credit is good enough credit for them to refinance their home or even get into a new home. So, um, and I think oftentimes people are surprised by like, whoa, I can what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's so much misinformation out there when you're trying to find it out on your own. And um, it's nice to be able to call in and actually get to talk to people that do it for a living so you can right. get the actual information. I remember when I was trying to purchase my home before getting into this business, um, I didn't know what questions to ask or what not to ask. I didn't know what I needed to know. And um, I didn't trust anybody enough to really yeah. give me the honest assessment, really. And um, that's, that's really why I went and got licensed, so I wouldn't get, get taken advantage of. You know, the funny thing, too, is for me, like, you know, before I was in this business, I was afraid to talk to anybody for a fear of somebody saying no. Mm -hmm. You know, the fear mm -hmm. of rejection basically uh, kept me from, you know, applying for a mortgage for a long time. Uh, so that, uh, you know, had my, my mortgage was carried by my father-in-law for the longest time. <laughs> so... I love that. You know, he he was he didn't <laughs> mind making seven percent interest off of me. Yeah. That's family. Yeah, that's family for you. <laughs> but I tell you, it's important 
to have a good loan officer, and I'll share my own experience. I bought my house 13 years ago when I was a single mom of two boys, and I was scared as all get up because, like you, William, I didn't really know the right questions to ask. Um, I had bought a, a house previously for, with my ex-husband, but he did most of the talking. I was really kind of there to learn and understand, and I had my own questions, but really... Most of the information was kind of not absorbed at that house buying previously. And so when I bought my house that I've been in now for 13 years, I was scared to death because like you, I was afraid to be taken advantage of. I was being afraid of being sold something that I didn't know what I was getting into. And I don't mean this ugly, but my, my friend who was my realtor, she was doing real estate part-time and... I don't think I was her high priority. Mm. And my loan officer, um, she was amazing. She was she constantly called me, constantly meeting like I probably spoke with her at least once a week. And she was always following up with me saying, Hey, do you know about this? Hey, did your real estate agent tell you about this, this? And oftentimes I'd be like, No, I didn't know that. Like she told me, are you having your closing costs rolled into your loan? And I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, mm. and she was livid. <laughs> she was like, your real estate agent didn't tell you what? And so she was, I swear, she was kind of like my little superhero in the house buying thing. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a great to have the loan officers that are licensed, knowledgeable, and really have your back in the house buying process. And I know that the loan officers here at Texas Lending do that. Yeah, absolutely. When I was getting getting hired here i was told like to be a part of this family it's not a you're a brand new loan officer this is you're not new in the industry to to be a part of the family you've, you've got to be seasoned and really know what you're talking about so i mean all of us up here yes really good at what we do agreed for sure for sure so again you have a question 972-387-4600 these guys are great with numbers and they will help you realize how much house you can afford if you're looking to buy a new house, mm -hmm. um, which I've heard is kind of a, ooh, you got to get in there quick because if you're not in there quick, you're out. That is absolutely true. Um, I talk to borrowers every day that say they've found the house that they want, and now they want to get a, a pre-approval letter because the realtor said, you know, now it's time to get one. And every one of those borrowers, I hate to say it, but they don't get that home. Because somebody with a pre-approval letter already has snagged it up. Yep, and that's the thing is I had one that uh, they actually sold their house before they even put a contract on another house. And now they're finding out how hard it is. Oh. And so they've, they've got to be out of their house in two weeks. And, and they haven't found a house yet that, they, you know, that they've won an offer on. So it's just crazy. I mean, mm -hmm. Wow. Said my daughter-in-law is a realtor and, you know, like. She had a deal last week that there was 50 offers on. Yep. Mm, that's crazy. Well, we have to go to a break, you guys. All right. So, y'all, be sure to get your, your – Thank you, up. questions. Load them I'm up. still waking up, y'all. 972-387-4600. Get your questions in. We will ask your questions, hopefully get some answers for y'all, and we will have more information for you when we come back here on DFW Sports Station, 105.3 The Fan.
<laughs> He's slim for life. <laughs> hey, welcome back to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. I'm Tress Collins here with Gary Alexander and Mr. William Cobb, who is on our home purchase team here. Yes, ma'am. And we actually have questions rolling in, but before we get started, I would really think it's a good idea for you to address the importance of pre-approval and perhaps, you know, even stress that the pre-approval process is free. It's right. It free phone call. It's free and it's quick. And don't be mistaken. A pre-approval and a pre-qualification letter from any lender are not the same beast. Um, What's the difference? The big difference is a lot of lenders will use those terms interchangeably. But if you have not had your credit reviewed, supplied income documentation, asset documentation, um, you're really just banking on the knowledge of that loan officer telling you whether or not you can buy hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of home. At Texas Lending, we have our underwriters actually review your file and uh, pre-approve you, a true pre-approval. It's very quick, 12 to 24 hours start to finish, and you actually have the, the knowledge and, and power to know that you can buy a home now. Well, that's good to know, but kind of here's the kicker for the here and now is that even though it only takes 12 to 24 hours with the way homes are being swept up, if you don't have a pre-approval letter, maybe that 12 to 24 hour window makes you too late for the home you want to buy. Is that what I understand? That is absolutely true. Absolutely true. Um, I always like to let clients know that there's a few different phases that you're going to go through through this home purchase process. And um, if you can take a step back and look at it, give yourself at least 70 to 90 days from the time you need to be in your home to actually start the process. Because the first phase is the pre-approval. That's really all it's about. That's the quick part, 12 to 24 hours. But the show home shopping part, that's, that's the, the, the big part right now. Usually yeah. 45, 30 to 45 days of really searching to find the one that you really want. Mm. Once you find your home and uh, sellers want to sell it to you, you want to buy it from them, or happy about price, you'll sign your sales contract. And then from the day you sign your contract to the day you drive your car into the garage is about 30 days. So if you take a step back and look at all of it, give yourself a good 65 to 70, maybe 90 days, and you can move through each one of these stages and never feel like you're being rushed or yeah. under the gun. Cool. Because no matter how good the team is that you're working with, the things that you hear about online or the things that you read about where stuff really goes sideways, is because they're trying to stuff all of these different um, milestones within a 30 or 45 day window. And that will not end well with whoever you're with. Kind of like trying to shove a square into a circle, huh? There you go. Yeah, a little problematic. All right, guys. Well, we have some questions rolling in. Are, are you all ready? Mm -hmm. Actually, Gary, this question's for you, I think. Mm -hmm. What are the rates for a 30-year cash-out refinance? Can I refinance from a 30-year FHA to a 30-year cash-out? Yes. In Texas, you can cash out at 80% loan-to-value, depending on credit, too. Because there's what they when cash out has what they call loan level pricing adjustments. All right, so it's different. There's a hit to do cash out. There's a hit. It's more of a hit to do 80% cash out. Um, so typically, it, depending on the loan amount, is is tells you about what kind of rates there are. Um, I'm gonna say anywhere. You know, like I said, depending on the loan amount. If it's over 200,000, yes, you're gonna get a better rate. Um, you look better. The 15-year rates are a lot better on that. I mean, I locked one this week at 2.625 on 240,000 for 15 years, and then I locked uh, yesterday. I locked a hundred and eighty thousand dollar cash out with 712 credit score 
at three and a half percent, and that's with no points. That's just the the standard fees mm -hmm. and the the rate. You know, a lot of people say, well, well that's a really kind of a high rate. Well, it's not really a high rate for that loan amount and, and the cash out that they're getting. Uh, so, I mean, it's all relative, you know, to how much you buy. I mean, I also locked one this week, $548,000. That's the maximum conforming limit uh, for, a, for a bar, and that rate was 2.75%. Mm -hmm. But you know, the house was worth 900000 You know, the credit score was 740 and or actually it was 800 but yeah, that kind of tells you the difference in the pricing, but the loan amount, you know, maybe takes you from three percent down to two point seven five percent. Lock the purchase loan. I don't know why this guy wanted to do it. It's a five hundred forty-eight thousand dollar purchase, mm -hmm. friend of mine, but he wants a higher rate in the closing cost. He so wants the higher rate. Yeah. Well, so hey. he, he, well, the difference is two point seven five and three percent, and with three percent, he gets six thousand dollars. Uh, lender credit. Yeah. Oh. oh. See? Okay. And so. Lots of moving parts. Yeah. <laughs> hey. You know, yeah, like I said, some, that's the way some people roll. Uh, you know, they, 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 they see the equity. They, they, want, they would rather have cash in their pocket. And the difference in the payment, and on a, even on that, was like $75 a month. So he's thinking, how long does it pay? To pay six thousand dollars at seventy-five dollars a month, see, eighty months, eighty months. So he's got eighty months of cash in his pocket. That you know, so. and who knows what'll happen in those eighty yes, months? Yes, maybe no. rates will <laughs> plummet again, and we and can do it all and over that again. Con <laughs> and that conforming rate's going to go up too. So mm, it, it goes up every year. All right, all right, all right. Good answer, Gary. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, like I said. Give me a call. Leave me a message. I'll get back with you. We can talk about it. I'll make sure they get your number. All right. Thanks. All right, William. I think this question is for you. Okay. What is the minimum percent I will need to have down to buy a $250,000 home, and I have a 730 to 760 credit score? Well, there, there are a lot of different options for you. If you're a veteran, there is no down payment that's required. Um, if we're looking at a lowest down payment option for non-veterans, there is an FHA option that would require just 3.5% as the down payment. And what was the sales price about 250? 250. Roughly about $8,750. But with their credit scores being so high, I would really want to get a little bit more information about how long they want to keep this home before figuring out what type of loan is really going to fit their needs the best. But if the idea is just to get in there for the lowest down payment, FHA would be definitely be the best way to go. And there's still some outlying areas that do USDA if you can income qualify and eligibility Absolutely. qualify. You can get in there with zero, zero down. Zero down, too. Mm -hmm. Little Elm is being one. Forney's uh, another area. Uh, Anna, that area up there, I think. Fairview, I think it's all still USDA. All you have to go is USDA.gov and put in the put in the address uh, to see if, if it's eligible. The house that you're looking at is eligible for USDA. Mm -hmm. I really think it's interesting that little parts of Little Elm are cons still considered still. USDA Born because too. yeah, they've just you know they've there's become such a DFW area kind of has soaked them in, mm -hmm. but yet. They can still be USDA. Well, thankfully, the government moves slowly. <laughs> <laughs> and that map moves slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you owe them money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's always that caveat. All right.
we run on to the next question. And be sure to get your question in. 972-387-4600 is our text line. And if you want to speak to a live loan officer today, also 972-387-4600 is the number to call. First time home buyer question, Mr. Cobb. I think this question is for you. Mm. I am a first time buyer. I have decent credit, but I do have a repo, which means my bank and loan officer won't touch. I do have plans to pay off the repo in time. Is there anything I can do before that account is taken care of to get pre-approved? When it comes to the, the repossession, it's actually kind of a, a limbo period that you're in before the bank actually considers it a charge off. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty certain they're going to want that to be put back into a payment plan to get back in, in current standing. I just have to look at it. I, you, uh, it might be already charged off. A repo is usually charged off. If, 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 it's, if it's charged off, then you don't have to do anything yep. about it. You can, you can qualify for a mortgage just on your regular credit, FHA. or. I'd ask that person to, to call in and actually have a loan officer review their credit report. We can do what's called a soft inquiry that will not affect your scores in any way, but it does give us a game plan to kind of see what can be done. Gives us the numbers. And if it is reporting as a charge-off, no harm, no foul, we can move on t and get, the, get you done. But if it reports as a repo, there's going to be some and finagling that needs to be done. And if you're in the 903, you, you might be in that USDA area too. Mm -hmm. 903 meaning the area code. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if you listen to the fan, they always say the 682 texts in this, uh, the 972. This is a text from 972 that le lets you know kind of what area they're from. You know. Yeah, yeah. So or maybe you were from, you know, from. because, you know, people move and they tend to keep their old sure. phone number. I yeah. mean, I know people who live here who have area codes from like Illinois and <laughs> Wisconsin Missouri. and Missouri. Yeah. So. <laughs> I still remember landlines having like its own area code, and now when you switch to cell phones, do you really still have your same area that you're in with you? I have think a cell you phone? have a pick if you buy get a new cell. I haven't had a new cell phone in 30 years. I mean, I've had the same number for a long time. I know I have too. Gosh, yeah. I don't know. I remember when you could dial a phone number and you only had to dial seven digits. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> it was like, and you knew if you had to call Fort Worth, it was long distance. <laughs> <laughs> My childhood number was CH70467. See? I know. 214-0647. I'd give my childhood best friend's phone number, but I think her parents still live there, so I'm not going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> but, yeah, so times, they are changing. And with that, interest rates seem to be changing, kind of like, you know, the ebb and flow of the yes. waves here mm -hmm. and there. So, Y'all, get your questions in, 972-387-4600. If you're looking to buy a home, call and get pre-approved now before you actually go out and look so that way you have a greater chance to actually get into the home that you want to buy uh, other than suffer the disappointment of not being able to get the home you really want. 972-387-4600 is our text line and our phone number to speak to a loan officer. We have to go to a break, but when we come back, we will answer more of your questions here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show, and we're back. We're Please, back. We're back. Get Joe your Pesci. <laughs> get your text questions in at 972-387-4600, and we will be glad to answer them here. But during the break, we were kind of hitting on the weather and how hot it 
has been and is going to continue to be. Like it flipped a switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but man, at least we're not in Arizona, you guys. I read like yeah. their overnight low was 92. I mean, that's horrific. Yeah, I have some friends that are in Las Vegas right now and said it was like 114. Uh, that's no, thank you. And they said that that's that BS about it being dry heat. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> it's heat, whether it's wet or dry. You know, but last week I walked 18 holes. I thought, oh, th- you know, it's a good day. I'll be warm and loose, uh, you know, to walk. Uh, by 16, I was soaked. Uh. And I don't, I'm Indian, so I don't sweat a whole lot. Uh but I was, I think I lost like seven pounds, and I was drinking water the whole time. But by the time I got to the 16th hole, I was seeing spots. <laughs> Good grief. So I, I had to jump on with my buddy, and he called me all kinds of names for not making it. I go, look, yeah, it's better than carrying me out of here. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I usually walk our dog four times a day, but uh, I'm like, okay. You're getting three because I'm. Ca- I usually walk him right when I get off work. You know, between five and five thirty. But it is. I'm like, Mm-mm, you're gonna have to wait. He is not happy about that, but I don't really care. <laughs> he he's good. He's good. So my ginger skin will not allow me to be out in the uh, sunlight. So if it's not six thirty in the morning or seven o'clock at night, I'd I'd rather be inside. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my husband's the same way. He's also ginger. And, boy, he just burns, but he didn't care. You know, he'll oh. sit out there anyway. He sits out there with a dog and um, just sitting in the sun, the 90-somewhat degree sun, soaking up his sunburn. I'm like, dude, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but oh yeah. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> I not so much. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get back to mortgages, all shall right. we? So Let's try. What? Okay. <laughs> I And I know these stories – tend to be heartbreaking and stuff, but other than not getting pre-approved, what are some of the pitfalls you've seen in people not getting the house that they want? Because, I mean, we often say there's a lot of moving parts, and, you know, there's things like divorce and bankruptcies, repossessions, and things like that. Um, You often see things like that that tend to kind of put an abrupt stop to things. There are certain types of uh, like events that happen that have a mandatory waiting period associated to them, like a bankruptcy, whether it's Chapter 7 or Chapter 13, um, divorce. Um, th- those types of things do have a, a mandatory waiting period for them that there's really no way around. Um, for divorces, I would say it's, it, it's once your divorce decree is, is finalized. and then month. Then we're g- a month after that, a waiting period. Yep, like I've had it on refinance many times where – a lot of times they're doing cash out to pay off the the other person, or if if you're going to go ahead and get divorced, and then it's a f- you have a month waiting period from the time that you s- that's your executed divorce date, cool off period. period. Yeah, not, but but a lot of people do they get the cash out before as, and stay as married, and this is a question they I get. Well, we'll just stay as married, and then then they quit deed them off after have it part of the divorce that you know the house goes to them. And they us- they usually do that loan just on themselves, not you know they don't do it with their their spouse, mm-hmm. and then they they quit deed it over uh, there at the end. But uh, get a lot of that, you know, mm-hmm. because a lot of times they want the money before uh, the divorce happens, so the the spouse wants the money before. So I'll have a lot of borrowers call in that say that they um, they're not sure how to purchase their next home because they need to use the 
the sale of their current home to buy the next one. Right. And, um, I mean, that's that's something that's quite common is a few extra moving parts, but it usually entails, you know, closing on your home sale in the beginning of the week and closing on your home purchase at the end of the week. Well, and that's a tough thing right now because I had that happen where these people, they had a pre-approval. They have not been able to find a house, and yep. they immediately sold their house in two weeks. They're closing in two weeks, and they don't have a contract on a house yet. Wow. I know. Wow. I can only imagine. I Actually, I can't imagine. All right. Can you say extended suites? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can. I bet they can, too. You're in a couple and of weeks. <laughs> self-storage? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. That sounds like an awful lot of uh, out-of-pocket expense there. Yeah, no doubt. Well, here's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. How do you purchase a second home without your spouse? And they followed up with a nice LOL. My credit is... My credit is significantly better than hers, is why he's asking. Well, there's not a problem with doing a loan just with your credit and your income Mm -hmm. if you can afford it. Right, William? That's right. That's right. You would, um, I mean, with a conventional loan, you wouldn't need to to worry about your spouse's income or 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 spouse's debts whatsoever. Right. Just Just as enough as your income is enough to cover your current mortgage, the debts that show up on your credit report. And then whatever the new mortgage payment would be, and you know she's going to be on the on the deed of trust because Texas is a community property state. As long as you're married, that property's both of your property as mm-hmm. far as the state of Texas is concerned, for sure. But yeah, not that's not a problem as long as you can uh, you can debt ratio and mm-hmm. debt ratio. I mean, have all your debts and stuff under fifty percent. And hopefully you have some assets too, because I guess you're going to have to put some money down to buy a second home. A lot of people don't realize you can buy a second home with just ten percent down. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, you can't buy it with three percent or three and a half percent, but you can buy with ten percent down. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think you have, to, uh, like an investment property, you have to put twenty five percent down or twenty percent, but no, you have to only have to have ten percent. Yep. Hmm. And the interest rates are quite a bit different. Yes, uh, than an investment property, way different. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're right in lines with uh, with the rate and term refinance or, uh, or or an actual purchase of a conventional home. There's there's no hit. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So I have a question for y'all during the break. Oh. Okay. <laughs> hey. Hey now. Well, yeah, (laughs) you know, you'll understand when I ask. Okay. Okay, here's our next question. Hello, I'm married. I make $75,000 a year combined. Will be a $100,000 first-time homebuyer's credit score is 620-ish. Would love a call back. Absolutely. You you can purchase a home. Um, I didn't hear anything in that that would lead me to believe an underwriter would say 620 would be FHA, I would think, uh, just because you would have better rates and better... Mm -hmm. Your mortgage insurance would be consistently the same, mm-hmm. 0.85 uh, a month in mortgage insurance instead of three point something on a conventional mortgage, probably, uh, and the, the rates would be a lot better. So their credit score is 620-ish. As I understand, don't uh, interest rates kind of work on a tiered thing as far as your credit score goes? It, it does, and you're going to hear different numbers from each lender you talk to. Um each lender has their, their own specific requirements based off of what Fannie Mae and, and Freddie Mac tell all of us. Um, with Texas Lending, it's, it's 620 with, with FHA loans, um, 640 with veterans loans, and 620 or 640 depending upon how much, how long you want to keep your loan with a conventional loan. And I, th- I think that USDA loans went 
went to 660 for Gus approved USDA. I think you can do manual at 640, but like I said, uh, I haven't seen a whole lot of uh, USDA manuals in my lifetime. Really? Ever, ever, I can't even think of one. Did you yet. say Gus approved? Yeah, Gus is the the engine. All right, so there's a the Fannie Mae ha uses what they call desktop underwriter. Freddie Mac uses what is it called? Loan prospector. Uh, prospector. Loan prospector. Yeah, loan prospector. LP. FHA is the what? We, DU. Well, we can do DU. Yeah, Fannie Mae. We we sell through Fannie Mae FHA. Gus is the engine that approves USDA loans. Hmm. And I don't know what Gus is short for, but it's just called Gus. Mm -hmm. Government Under un underwriting system. <laughs> Service. <laughs> Government underwriting. Service, I like that. That works for me. Gus, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna act like that's what it is now. Used <laughs> to say, "Don't cuss, call Gus. He'll cuss for all of us." Yeah. yeah okay. Like that. <laughs> well, now I'm gonna Google that next time. <laughs> next time I think about it, <laughs> which will probably be never. <laughs> so, all right. But for this person, call, call into the office. Um, we have loan officers here that can answer these questions for you and let you know exactly how much you qualify for. Yeah, and also I would like to put out there too, if you're not sure what's on your credit report, also what I've learned from doing this show for a long time is that you can go to annualcreditreport.com and request a copy of your credit report. They won't give you a credit score, but they'll show you everything that's on your credit report. Mm -hmm. So you can take a look to see if there's anything on there that shouldn't be, that maybe but things that you need to dispute or... You know, Kevin always brings that up, but I say ca call up here and talk to a loan officer because if they can do a soft pull on your credit, then you got the numbers and everything, mm -hmm. and it does it doesn't affect your credit score. Yeah, it's not a hard inquiry. So that's I think that's the quickest way. It's free. We're not going to charge you for that report. Mm -hmm. Cost us eight dollars, but <laughs> four, fourteen if you're married. So, <laughs> but who's counting? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, my gosh. You guys, we have to go to another break. All right. Yeah. So. Lightning round. Right? Well, not yet when we come back. But y'all get your questions in. We have more to answer. 972-387-4600 is our text line. Also, the number to call should you want to speak to a loan officer. That call is free, by the way. So we'll be back to answer more of your questions here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. We are in the final minutes. It's the final countdown, you guys. It's the mortgage show before Father's Day. It is. And thank you for reminding me. Happy Father's Day to all of our Tolo listeners out there. And even if you're not a Tolo listener, but you're just, you know, flipping through the channels, and you're like, oh, hey, this could be interesting. Happy Father's Day to you. We hope you've learned something. <laughs> and uh, hopefully something helpful in you maybe refinancing your home, getting some cash back, or maybe buying your first home. So, Or maybe deciding to go out there and find a second home if you can find it. True. Yeah. But usually second homes are down by lakes and stuff like that. You know, a lot of see a lot down like Cedar Creek Lake, Ray Roberts, the, those areas there, Possum Kingdom, mm -hmm. second home. Now even Lake Whitney's kind of blowing up a little bit down there. Too. Really? Second homes, yeah. yeah. All the cabins and stuff. Yep. Mm. Mm. So. Have, uh, veteran purchasing out there right now. Really? Wow. Wow. Okay. A real tough time with his uh, survey, with survey companies right now. With the oh my things gosh. being so long, or taking so long. 
Yeah, Central Texas, too, and appraisals is, are taking long. I don't know whether there's a shortage of appraisers down there or what, but I've had some appraisals that took a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Good Busy golly. Time. Busy time. Good time to be an appraiser, I guess. Lots of moving parts. The mortgages, refinances, they aren't cookie cutter, y'all. This is why this is why we're here, to help you through the mess and making sense out of everything. They're like snowflakes. Everyone's different. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. All right, here we go. Are you guys ready? I have a construction loan on a house that should be finished in early August. First mortgage payment due August 5th and wanting to do a refinance. House is valued at 203. My credit score is 731. And I am a teacher and make $67,000 a year. Wanting to get twenty to 50000 extra to pay off debt and do some things on property, I have one acre in Ferris. From Cheryl. Cheryl. Okay, or Cheryl. 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 Probably Cheryl. Anyway, so it's all it's all going to be about when we come out and do an appraisal on whether you know you know what the what the finished product and land is worth on the whether you can get any cash out or not. Because, like I said, always in Texas, eighty percent loan to value on a cash out. Hmm. Mm. So she just needs to call, yeah. Yeah, we just need to get a good idea of what we think the the home is going to be worth after it's completed. And really just sit down and see what the numbers look like on if we can get anything back for you or, or what rates we can get you. And get I would have sure. to ask this question. I, I On a cash out, a Texas cash out, you have to have six months seasoning of being in the house. I don't know if it's in being in the house or, or having the property built. The, as many as I've done over the years, I'm trying th- I'm thinking through my head. I just. Something like delayed financing? Well, delayed purchase is, but it. Yeah, that, it could be that. It just depends on, like I said, a lot of it's going to be uh, depending on the refinance and what the value of the property is, whether you can do anything at all. Mm, yeah. Give us a call, 972-387-4600. I'll make sure to text that number out. All right. Y'all ready for our, our next one? Uh-huh. Can you refinance if you're at the end of forbearance with a fair credit score? Lived in our home for 18 years and have kids starting college. And they're, then they say they're talking about a cash-out refinance. Thus, the kids starting college. This forbearance is the tricky part. Is it that three-month COVID forbearance? Texas back. I mean, you know, once you're... At the end of forbearance. At the end of the forbearance, you have to make three payments if it's the COVID-19. You have to have three payments made, not all at one time either. So, I mean, it would be, you would make July, August, September, and then in October or September, you could start the process and do cash out uh, on your home. Sounds like they need some money for college, though. Uh, been there, done that. <laughs> Bought the Four times, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Still paying on one of them. <laughs> oh, my word. Well, now, you said that you can't, don't pay it all off at one time. So if they were, like, three months behind and now they have the money, you are you saying don't pay all the three months off at once? You can't. I you mean, you have to have make to three separate payments. Oh, I see. After the forbearance, if it's this, this, if this is the COVID forbearance you're talking about, if this is a regular forbearance, then you would. Ha- I think you have to wait a year uh, on a modification mm-hmm. if you did a modification or forbearance. But it sounds like it's that COVID thing. You have to have a letter stating when your forbearance ended, and then, then three months after that, then you can do a cash out refinance. They will, they will add that amount that you didn't pay to your payoff, just to let you know. Mm. All right, here we go. 
So this person gives us their three credit scores. My credit is 619, 659, and 638. Is that good enough to apply for a house? I live in Fort Worth. Well, because you live in Fort Worth, you may not qualify. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a Kevin. <laughs> You're doing an inappropriate Uncle Bubba. <laughs> Mr. Cobb. <laughs> you can absolutely purchase. Um, credit scores, when it, when it comes to credit scores, all of us lenders have to look at, look at it the same way. It doesn't have doesn't matter which of the three bureaus, but two out of the three need to be at that six twenty level or higher. And it sounds like that's already been met. Mm -hmm. Nice, good FHA financing there, three and a half percent down. Mm -hmm. There you go, nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. Another question: Hey guys, are they still doing home loans without an appraisal? They sure are. I see them on refinances. Uh, on FHA Streamline, VA Streamline, of course, uh, on regular refinances, th they we get appraisal waivers a lot, mm -hmm. okay? But it has to be a Fannie Mae loan, and ha they have to, Fannie Mae's own, own system determines whether that appraisal waiver is, you can have an appraisal waiver. So it's not like you can just... You can just pick not to have one. Yeah. It, that decision is made for a, you. It's, <laughs> it's an automated computer decision that's out of our hands. It's truly a case-by-case -case basis, depending mm -hmm. upon your, your in Equity, yeah. uh, credit scores, uh, the whole nine yards. Yeah. So it what could happen. It could happen. It could. Like the old movie scene. Even on purchases, if, if credit scores yeah. are high enough and the down payment is enough, I've, I've seen it. Uh, I've seen it, many. too. All right. Okay, you guys, I think we have time to squeeze in one more question. House value is 380 straight up refinance. I owe 125,000 on a loan and interest rate is 3.75% for 15 years. What's the best interest rate that's available for me right now at 15 years? At Credit score is 805. I can tell you I priced it this week. That loan uh yeah, Thursday. All right. Uh it's like 128,000 value is 400,000. And that interest rate came back uh, right at 2.75 on a 15-year with no points. There you go. Wow. What a great quick answer, Gary. Well, I mean. The coffee's kicking in. <laughs> if, if, if you've been there. And, you <laughs> and you've done that. <laughs> you've done that this week, you mm -hmm. know, uh, 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 you know the, the hundreds of quotes that you do, you know. So, uh, but, yeah, that was one. And that was right, you know, that was right there at that uh, and it, you just have to see if it makes sense. You know, if you have, uh, if you're if you're in a 30-year right now at 3.75, and you can go to a 15-year and 2.75 percent, I would say absolutely do it. But you know, like I said, hey, uh, I'll get you the numbers. You know, you look at it, see if it makes sense, and you tell me if you want to do it. That's the way I work. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, y'all, that's all the time we have. It is <laughs> gone. The hour has flown by. Yeah. Happy Father's Day to all of y'all out there. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to you joining us next week. Same bat time, same bat channel Ooh. here on 105.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.